All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Take It or Leave It with your boy K Sean. I appreciate you if you watched all the way through, or if you're just watching, or if you just stopped by for a second. Just know if nobody loves you, I love you. And I appreciate you just for taking time out of your day to see what I got going on. So I know y'all serious, no music. And I definitely am on the way of having music go behind me. That way I attack you on two levels. The same way you should have multiple levels of income. I'm trying to reach my customers on multiple levels, you know. You might feel what I'm saying, but maybe you feel my music choice too. So that's me trying to bond with y'all on multiple levels. But today I don't have music to start at least because I have a surprise for you guys. Like Over the last week I celebrated my birthday, October 6th. Libra gang, and like last week I brought my siblings up here, and the first time, like my sister kept telling me our brother rap, but I didn't know, like, because I never heard it, I never heard of him, I never heard it from him, like I didn't hear no songs, and I just kept getting told how good he was, and this past week he finally rapped for me, and it really blew my mind, so it's actually something that I want y'all to hear, because he is... Very, very special. So I'm going to play this for y'all. Then we're going to get straight into the podcast. And this is my little brother, man. His name is Cameron. If you got good things to say, let me know what you think. Keep the negative stuff to yourself. Feel me? All right. Here we go. I got a little more. I miss that too much on that. It's me and my sister egg in the morning. Sorry, and somebody gonna miss you. And there's other people, now they probably holding the mystery. And that's 
kissing, 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 death. Who could call it a miss? You told. See, I miss you, though. I'm trying to show off. I remember being young. They told me I can go off. And now that's the pain that I got. That's what I'll hold off. Feeling like Adolf. I hate to let the chaos. Speaking about my mind and my life. I've been feeling like I'm way off. But what could I say, dog? This is our delay, y'all. And I'm not trying to play y'all. Trying to pray to my life. Just for the same time to die. I don't know how it got. So why would I? If it never the truth, I mean I think about it, but it's still hurting the youth. And if it's too much truth, then that shit start hurting you. And then the people who close, that's when they step back from you. You gotta sometimes get the image just to watch how you do. Sometimes you gotta do it so you can say how you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is my little brother, guys. So again. Showing some love. That's my little brother, Cameron, man. If y'all got good things to say, send it my way. I'll definitely make sure he sees it. It would definitely help him out a lot. So, now we are going to get straight into our regular podcast. You know exactly how we do it. So, we start with a little bit of good tunes, and then we just jump straight into it. So, I was looking back through some of my episodes, and I realized that I cheated you guys a little bit. And I cheated you guys because in my second episode, I told you the third episode was going to be called Love Your Failures. And then I randomly got into a zone and I made a whole bunch of episodes and none of them were called Love Your Failures or go into detail about it how I wanted to. So what I'm doing now is I'm going back and giving you guys the episode. So today our episode is going to be Love Your Failures. And then we got a little bit of good music to go with it, you know? So I hope everybody had a good day today. Trading day. Or if your day just starting, I'm wishing it on you in advance that you're going to have a good day, all right? But today, first thing I want to get you guys to do is let's try to get on the same brainwave, okay? So loving your failures... Depends how you view winning, success, um, just winning around you all around. Like we all have our wins, we all take our losses. So it should be easier for us to come together and think in probabilities today. And when I say thinking probabilities, a good example is like when we say nine times out of ten something happens. So thinking in probabilities, let's just say we going into a boxing match and we say Six times out of ten, I'm gonna beat this. I'm gonna beat this person down. So that's thinking in probability right there. That's saying, you know, as long if you go in there with the same preparation and the same type of skill and status, you'll win at least six times out of ten. And when you think of it that way, you're not judging yourself off of one match or one thing in particular, you're judging yourself off of 10. And you're saying, if you can get at least six of 10 of those, then you'll be happy. And that's what thinking in probability is. In trading, it's the same way. You shouldn't judge your trading or determine if you're a good, consistent trader off one trade. Do it over a sample size, over a series of trades. You want to maybe pick 10, 15, 20 trades. And for every 10, 15, or 20 trades, that's when you look at your trading. That's when you look at what was my win to loss ratio. You know, was I winning more than I was losing? How did I come out? Did I make sure I did the same thing every time? Like, 
what could I do differently to make the next set of 20 look a little different than this set of 20? Thinking probabilities. And once you start thinking in probabilities, it's easier to love your failure because then you start to realize that every single failure you get is just putting you closer to your next success. And you might wonder what I mean by that, but what I mean is if I know that six times out of 10, I'm going to win at something and I've already lost the first three, I feel really good about that next one being a win. And if that was not a win, going on a winning streak of six in a row. Now, with probabilities, we all know is not 100% accurate, but it is within a certain amount, you know. Six might be five this time, or six this time, or seven the next time, but it averages out to six no matter how you slice it. And that's what probability is. You know, if I'm saying six times out of 10, this is gonna happen and I lost three of them, why would I be upset that I lost three when I know I have five or six in a row coming because I lost this three initially? And that's helping you find that positive and the negative that I mentioned before. One of the positive and the negative, if you think in probability, you know it's going to happen at some point. You just don't know if right now is when it's going to happen. Then you will always be looking forward to success. You'll be grateful for where you are, for where you are. You'll be grateful for what you gained from where you were in the beginning. And you'll keep going until what you know can happen is going to happen. Versus if you kind of go in there with the half mindset of maybe it can happen, maybe it can't. And the more that you lose, you look at it as this might not be for me and not every loss I'm learning something which is propelling me to my next victory or my first victory if you haven't had one yet. Which person do you think is going to be more motivated? The person who accepts that this might not be for them because they lost or the person who feels like every loss is going to bring them to a win. Who do you think is going to win first? And who do you think is going to consistently start winning? More than likely, I'm telling you, it's probably going to be that person who believes they can do it, even in a losing streak, you know? And we can get into that just because we've all seen it. If not, we've been a part of that. It's always easy to keep everything together and looking together when you're winning. But for every loss I took, I learned more about who I was than who I was in the time of winning. When everything's good, you're not grinding, you're reaping the rewards of that grind, that's when it's easy. All you have to do is be you, the best you you are at that moment. And you're there, you did it, you're celebrating the championship. But when you're down, when you didn't win that championship, when you didn't even make the playoffs, when you know you set this goal at the beginning of the year and by the end of the year, you're only halfway through it. Um, those are the moments that really shape you into who you are. The reason we chase success is because we know who we are when we're in that situation. We have, we might not have ever been in that situation, but we have a mental image. Our brain produces something that lets us know, hey, if you're in this position, your life would be like this. You would be more like this. You would be doing more things that fit this position. And it's the person who we are when we 
aren't in that position where we risked it all to be in that position and we might be coming up to an obstacle or something like that that we can't do anything about. And then in that case, we don't know who we are. We didn't have a vision of the worst case scenario. We only had a vision of what we knew we could be. And that's why you got to accept the losses too and accept that they're important. In a sense, you got to be even keeled. Sorry about that, guys. My mic fell over. But you got to be even killed. That's what I'm getting into. And even killed is not just, I don't care. No, it's that you care enough to see where you could improve, but you don't care to let it ruin your whole day, to let it affect your next trade, your next job interview, your next project, whatever you're doing. You can't let it affect the next one, but you got to care about the one you just feel that enough to pull something from it to try differently the next time so that you get closer to winning until you win. And then we, once you win, keep winning the way you're winning. And then from there, you'll get creative and find ways to branch out and make more of where you're at and what you've been doing in all this period of time that you've been working. Kind of like me with the podcast. Since I got out of school, I've been through all the phases that people go through. Acceptance, depression, whatever you want to talk about. But I was doing a lot. I was doing a lot of research. I was doing a lot of finding myself, getting to know myself. And the podcast was an idea for me to bring that to other people who might be in a similar situation. Who might have a similar desire that I have. And even if you don't, just somebody who want to listen to somebody who cool, man. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if y'all consider me cool, but I definitely think I'm one of the coolest people on the block. But we're not getting into that. That's not what this podcast is for. But what I mean is I'm welcoming everybody, whoever want to listen. I appreciate you listening. And I got love for you because of that right there alone. But it's, you got to accept the failures because they teach you more about who you are. We all think we always know who we are when really we only know who we are right now. And it's the failures and things that we don't anticipate happening in our future that shape us into the people we are. So you got to understand that, yeah, the failure might not feel good, but it's a chance for you to learn something about yourself that you wouldn't know if you weren't in this position. And that's what gets me to failure does and can breed greatness. If you continue to do, one, what you truly love, and two, what you keep failing at. Like I said, I'm two years in. There's some people who go three, four, five years in trading without it all clicking to where they can consistently win. And the thing is, I've been losing in trading for a long time, but I cared about it enough. I actually loved it. I had a passion for it. It's something that I want to do every day when I wake up. It's not a real question. And two, even when I fail, I keep going. I keep pushing. And if you have both of those, it won't be hard because one will help push the other. You know? One will literally push the other. So knowing that you love trading will push the fact that you're doing something towards it every day. And the fact that you're doing something towards it, when you feel like you don't care about it, you're going to be like, heck no, I did not put all this time into this for nothing. Like, I know deep down, I love this. I love it every other day, except for the ones that it gets me really down. 
And if you can continue to do that, eventually greatness will prevail from that. Pressure makes diamonds of those who think it. And it makes trash and smashes on those who believe there's nothing they can do about it. And you just got, it's not even something hard. You don't got to have a certain amount of money, a certain strength. You don't have to look a certain way. All you have to do is believe that because you love it and you've been taking all the right steps, maximizing your time the best that you can, that whatever you're working towards is going to happen for you. And if you believe that, it will. Because everybody's going to go through trials and tribulations. Everybody's going to have good and bad times. But the difference between people who made it to bigger levels of success are the people who see those losses differently. They see those losses as a way to get them closer to victory rather than as a loss and becoming down about it and going through the normal frustrations that people feel when they have some type of loss. And that's why you should never give up your passion. Life gets hard. You get more and more responsibility the older you get. And if you didn't take on some of that responsibility earlier on, it all piles up around middle age. And then you just get older and older. And for some reason, more and more is expected of you. But in that time, you can't give up your passion because the only way you can make it is by sticking to what you love through that time. It might not happen in a year. It might not happen in a day. It might not happen in two years, three years, four years. But if you love it and keep putting the work in towards it, you will eventually get to where you want, if not further. Because you stuck to it. And everybody doesn't do that. And that's what makes you different. You're different because everybody doesn't stick to everything they say they're going to. But you're one of the people who do. And if that's something you love about yourself and that you do find that's very unique, that's the reason that should motivate you to keep holding on to it. To keep holding on to that feeling for as long as you can, you know? Because giving up your passion is like giving up on yourself. Your passion is that little thing. Yeah, as a kid, you might have said, oh, I want to be a doctor or a football player, a basketball player. And yeah, you might not have took things serious enough in, in your teenage years to make that happen. But as you got older, you found something different you had a passion for. And everybody knows what that is within themselves. And it's like, it's not a, oh, I want to be this now because I'm young passion. It's a, this is like my life passion. I love this. Like, I see myself doing this for life. And when you give up that passion you have for that one thing, you're giving up on yourself. You're accepting the situation you're in, not the one you want to be in. Once you start, once you start giving up that kind of power to yourself, to be honest, it's just downhill from there. But you can't give up on yourself. Like we we have an ability to be so hard on other people, and it's natural. I get. I mean, I guess it's natural. But everybody knows. Been the time you've been walking, you seeing somebody, you thought, oh, those are nice. You know, they're nice, they're attractive. But you also had the time where people walk by and you do nothing but criticize and judge those people. It happens to the best of us. No need to lie about it. Okay, but. It's times like that 
that really make you gotta think back to yourself to be grateful for what you do have, you know? You gotta keep the promises you make to yourself. You know, we're so judgmental of other people. We're so judgmental of other people, but so soft on ourselves. Like, imagine somebody tells you they're gonna do something. Even let's just say your mom tells you she's gonna do something for you and you immediately expect it and if she doesn't do it you're heartbroken and you're like how could you do this to me mom but when you tell yourself you're going to do something and you don't do it you're much softer like oh it's okay i'm tired i'm this i'm that you make every excuse in the world for yourself when the most important person to keep yeah you want to keep whatever you say to your mom but the most important person you got to protect and make decisions for is yourself and if you're going to be high so high with your expectations for other people why wouldn't you have those same expectations for yourself some people might already think like this other people this might be making them you know sit and think deeper like man what am I doing don't feel bad it's a process nothing happens overnight everybody acquired the ability to think a certain way to think in volumes of success and Anybody listening can do it too if you're not already there. It just takes making that decision every single day. When you wake up, you gotta literally just choose success. You have those opportunities. When you set your alarm for 6.30 and 6.30 come, you have the opportunity to get up because you know it helps you get to your success or to go to sleep. And it puts you a little bit further. It might not be much further. It might only be 30 minutes, but you're 30 minutes away from being successful. Now those 30 minutes add up if you do it every single day. Every single day you hit snooze and you never get up on time to do what you're supposed to do. You're putting yourself back 30 minutes every day and you don't even know how many days you have. The only thing you know is you're setting yourself back a little bit because you feel like you got enough time to where it's okay. You gotta set little challenges for yourself, man. Like something as simple as if you like pizza and you find yourself eating pizza two, three times a week, like challenge yourself. I'm gonna go two weeks without pizza. You don't have to, but it helps you. Like like I said in my last podcast about how I work out without eating, because when I work out without eating, yeah, I'm very sluggish when I first get on, but I tap into a gear that I didn't know was there. When I felt like I couldn't run anymore, when I couldn't lift anymore, Something kicked in and I was able to do what I thought I couldn't. So the reason I work out every day without eating is so that I feel that every day when I go work out. And me practicing feeling that when a big situation happens to where I really need that energy or that focus and I feel like I don't have anything left to give, I'll tap into that gear the same way because I practice it. I have a better idea of how to understand that and what that looks like on me. And that's why you gotta set little challenges for yourself. Like I said, if you're gonna say, if you eat pizza a lot through the week, say, I'm gonna go two weeks without pizza. And once you do it, it's not a big milestone, but about halfway through, you get really dedicated into it. Like, because that's when you start going through it most. Like, I really want a pizza, I really want a pizza. And you start thinking like, dang, do my body control me or I control my body? And you get really invested into actually completing the challenge. And once you complete it the first time, you're gonna be really excited. Second time, maybe not as much. About a fourth, fifth, sixth, 10th, 20th time, 
it's just going to feel natural. Like, you have these thoughts in your head, like, okay, I'm going to not drink for the next month. And then you don't drink for the next month. Like, it doesn't feel like a big deal. It's just you're holding yourself accountable. So when you tell yourself you're going to do these small things and you make them happen, when you tell yourself you're going to reach those very, very big goals, you believe they'll happen too. You got to practice for the future you want. Nobody can practice being lazy and then one day just be active. You know, you can't practice being unsuccessful and doing all these unsuccessful habits and then want to be successful tomorrow. No, it's going to take time. You're going to have to undo all the conditioning you already did on yourself. And then you got to start the habits and things to make you successful. You know, uh, this episode was good. I don't want to be on this episode too long because I don't want to be talking too long about failures. But ultimately, all it is is let your failures be a signal for things where for areas where you can step up and not a reason for you to give up. If you love what you're doing and you know that it's for you. Keep going even when you fail. When you fail, look for areas where you can step up. And don't look at it as a reason to give up. As always, I love everybody who took the time to listen to me. And I'll be talking to you guys next episode.